Tomorrow night, the big women's game. Maybe the game that everybody's been waiting on all season long. The defending national champions, LSU, taking on the top-ranked, undefeated USC women down in Baton Rouge. And we are very pleased to welcome back to Sports Talk, a former sports writer here in our state who is back down in his home state of Louisiana, writing for the Lafayette Daily Advertiser, Corey Diaz who covers uh, LSU and other schools in Louisiana and was over in Baton Rouge today to cover the lead-up events. And welcome in, Corey. It's great to have you with us once again. Always good to talk to you, my friend. How you been? We're doing great, sir. We're doing great. How are things back home for you? Man, we're uh, we're getting we're getting drenched with some rain right now. So hopefully, uh, you know, by the time tomorrow, uh, things will be sort of cleared out. You know, LSU's, they're putting on a, <clears throat> what they're calling a party on the plaza starting at three o'clock and, and, uh, you know, fans and supporters can come out. They're going to have, you know, it's almost kind of like a carnival, you know, carnival esque type deal or give away some prizes, uh, you know, things of that nature. Uh, obviously just to drum up some excitement before the game would start at seven. And obviously ESPN is going to be in the building tomorrow with college game day, you know, leading up to the game that, that hour before. So, um, so hopefully this rain will get out of here, man. Well, good thing is it'll be dry indoors, my friend. You'll be you'll be just fine. Um, what's the mood? You were there for Kim Mulkey's press conference today and her players, and what seems to be their mood, their attitude, their confidence level going into this? What about the respect level between the two coaches and all that? What did you take away from the press conference today? Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, as far as, uh, you know, Kim and the teams, uh, you know, I guess, mood leading up to this. You know, I think they're – look, I think they're relaxed. And if you think about it, Phil, right, I mean, why wouldn't they be? I mean, Really, for them, they're playing with house money, right? Um, you know, no one's beaten South Carolina this year yet, um, and not many expect LSU, you know, to win the game tomorrow night, even in their own building with a with a sold-out Rockets crowd and um, – you know, they, I mean, they're pretty relaxed about it. You know, I think um, <clears throat> it's going to be a little different vibe, you know, than last year going into that game on Super Bowl Sunday when it was a one versus two, you know, matchup. And both teams were undefeated, you know. And I know Dawn was asked today in her in her availability about, you know, which team uh, should have more pressure. And, and, and I think she said that, you know, there's probably some pressure on both sides. And while I do agree with her on that, um, you know, I got to think South Carolina's probably feeling a little more pressure going into tomorrow night. Um, and, you know, it's just in terms of the respect level, man, I mean, um, you know, I don't know if there's, you know, two programs in the league right now that are, um, you know, that deserve as much respect as, as they've gotten it than these two. Um, you know, obviously they they both accomplished a lot on the floor, not only this season, but last season and the season before. And, um, you know, really ever since Kim took over, you know, before the 2021-2022 season. So, um, you know, I, I know her and her and Dawn have, have some respect for one another, and, and um, I know Kim is, you know, she said it before last year's game, you know, what Dawn and, and South Carolina has accomplished in her time is kind of what her program is chasing at LSU. So, uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of respect, I believe, on, on both ends before we uh, get into this game tomorrow night. Visiting with Corey Diaz from down in Louisiana, <laughs> What about the matchups? I mean, they both have marquee players. How about the matchups from a LSU standpoint against the South Carolina 
starting group and folks coming off the bench, uh, where do you see LSU matching up the best with South Carolina? <laughs> you know, that's um, that's a really good question, Phil, because, <clears throat> you know, I, I think when LSU has the ball going up against South Carolina, um, I, you know, I lean toward maybe uh, Anissa over Chloe uh, in that matchup. Uh, and they're both, you know, obviously super long, super athletic. Um, I think, I think, I have a feeling we're going to see something out of Anissa Morrow tonight or tomorrow night that, you know, we haven't really seen so far this year in terms of a, of an energy level and a, and kind of a, you know, can't be denied will um, just because, you know, at DePaul last year and the year before she, she was the team's best player and, and was a double, double machine and, and was fourth in the country in scoring last year at DePaul and, and coming here, you know, she's, you know, in lots of games, she's played fourth fiddle, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I think, I think Anissa is going to come into the game tomorrow night feeling like there's, there's a lot that she needs to prove. Um, you know, with Angel, man, I, I think she's going to be tasked with trying to guard Camilla. That's going to be tough for her. I mean, she struggled with that last year up in South Carolina, and I don't really have, I haven't really seen anything out of her defensively that would uh, make me believe that it's going to be a better matchup for her this year. Uh, I think Haley's going to struggle to guard Raven, uh, to be perfectly honest. Haley's kind of struggled some uh, on the defensive end of the floor this year. Um, you know, now she had a really good game offensively against Arkansas on Sunday. Uh, I know Kim and her staff, they're hoping that they can parlay that into another really good performance from HVL, you know, against South Carolina. Um and I'm really intrigued to see what the what the freshman sensation Michaela Williams is going to be able to do. I, I, I my gut tells me that Dawn's probably going to have Bree guard her, um, and so I, I'm really interested to see just kind of how you know Michaela handles you know this this first really big game environment. Um, you know she's played in a lot of big games. She's won multiple state championships in high school and what have you out of Bossier City, but um, just what she's going to see when she walks into the building tomorrow night is, is going to be the first time she's ever seen something like that. And you can probably say the same for Malaysia full Wiley as well. So mm-hmm. I'm really curious to see what these sensational freshmen on both sides, uh, how they're just going to handle and respond to the environment and the atmosphere tomorrow. How well do you think LSU will handle South Carolina's defense? South Carolina turns people over a lot. They turn that into fast break points, points off turnovers, number one, and then, of course, number two, Cordosa in the paint, South Carolina in the paint. You mentioned uh, Chloe Kitts and just South Carolina's size in there and their ability to just wear you down in the paint and uh, shoot over you. Uh, how do they counter that, LSU? Yeah, you know, that's um, – <laughs> You know, I guess they don't pay me enough money to figure that out because uh, I'm I'm still not really sure how they're going to uh, combat that. But I, I think, you know, Sunday against Arkansas, I think what we saw from LSU offensively in the first half, which was a lot of drive and, and kicking out to the perimeter, I, if, if I had to guess, Phil, I think we'll see Kim try to get, you know, her ladies doing offensively um, early to, to see if it can work. You know, I, I look, I mean, you have to try to get inside and you have to try to get Camilla in foul trouble. You know, I think that probably for LSU has to be priority number one. 
you know, they may try to force some things inside to Angel Reese early tomorrow night and see if Angel can, you know, draw some fouls just to try to see if Camilla can get into foul trouble. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's probably where they'll go, but I I can see, you know, Flage Johnson, Haley Van Lith, and Michaela Williams. I can see them in a, whether it be a pick and roll situation or, uh, you know, just kind of a, you know, an off ball screen situation, cutting to the basket and, and maybe not necessarily looking for a shot as they're driving, but maybe try to kick out. A, you know, if, if Michaela Williams is open, man, for three, she's proven so far this year. She's probably not quite hitting like Sahina Pow Pow is right now, but uh, she does have a very lethal, you know, right hand to knock a three down when she's open. So, um, you know, that to me, I think that's where LSU will try to combat south carolina's defense to start with um now you know lsu likes to push in transition as well i think i think when south carolina has the ball when they miss i think lsu because they, they've struggled so much in the half court defense i think lsu is going to try to push the ball up the floor every after every single south carolina miss so i don't think they want to you know allow camilla and chloe and, and um you know brie and tahina and everybody else to go down there and get set defensively i think they want to try to combat that with just you know, pushing the tempo as quickly as possible. So, I mean, LSU just won a national championship. They have, what, the highest paid women's coach in the country or one of the highest right there at the very top. So, I mean, they should not feel inferior to South Carolina in any way. But I'm wondering about the the fans and the atmosphere there uh, tomorrow night. Are they approaching this sort of like the biggest ever home women's basketball game? For the for the program, uh, or because they won a national championship last year and had to win some big games at home last year, you know, nothing trumps what they did last year. Yeah, so I, you know, from everything that I've that I've seen, heard, felt around, you know, social media and um, just around the pro. Look, man, I, I think this is probably the biggest home game, you know, for the women's basketball program. Um, and I think, you know, the, the fans have, have kind of let it known, you know, they, <clears throat> you know, every year since, you know, Kim's taken over at LSU, you know, this game has been the one that's been circled every, all three seasons, you know, this game has been circled, you know, ever since the, you know, schedule was released, you know, back in August, mm-hmm. you know, like this was, this is the game that everybody's been waiting for. And obviously they knew, you know, they played up in South Carolina last year. They knew the game was going to be in Baton Rouge, you know, this year. So uh, this game, I mean, they've been talking about it. You know, I've done radio hits, you know, back in September before the season had even started, Mm -hmm. you know, and getting questions about LSU-South Carolina playing each other. So, I mean, from the the local media down here, from, uh, you know, the fans and supporters of, of not only the LSU athletic program, but the women's basketball program more specifically, uh, you know, there's going to be so many people in that building tomorrow night. Um, you know, they're doing a whiteout, so it's going to be, <laughs> you know, it, you know, it's one of those deals that they put on, you know, and and uh, just something to, to – I don't even know why they feel like they had to try to drum up any more excitement than what this game uh, already kind of, kind of brings for it. So, um, but, yeah, man, it's I think they I think they feel like this is the biggest game um, for the LSU women's basketball program that they've had there. And, um, you know, and I think you'll see, you know, the crowd inside the PMAC. I think, you know, if LSU goes on a little run or something or, you know, if there's a big block or what have you, like, I, you know, I think the LSU fans are going to let the South Carolina players know it. Hmm. Well, here's a big question for you. Are you ready to uh, 
host in Wine and Dine, the South Carolina media that's coming to town? Yeah, I'm ready for all you guys. I hope you're coming, too. Uh, that would be that'd be good to see you, my friend. Uh, yeah, I, I know several people have already reached out. Uh, you know, and for me personally, that, that adds a, a ton of excitement, you know, around this game. I'm, I'm happy I get to spend another game game day, spend another afternoon, spend another evening with some of my really good friends from South Carolina. So um, I'm super excited. Can't wait for everybody to get back down here. Well, listen, you guys have a great time. Appreciate you being with us. You do great work. We'll tell people to follow you who want to get another perspective on the game. And it's uh, at by B-Y Corey, C-O-R-Y Diaz, D-I-A-Z on X, at by Corey Diaz on X. You can follow Corey right there. And we thank you again for being with us, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Phil. Appreciate you, brother. You too, man. All right, Corey Diaz from uh, the Lafayette Advertiser in Louisiana. Appreciate him being with us and giving us his take on everything happening down in Louisiana about this basketball game. Tomorrow night, it'll tip off at 8 o'clock. <laughs>